My name is Professor Rachel Bodell, and you're listening to The Bible in a Year, The Story Podcast, where we encounter a living God that is calling us to live a life from, with, and for Him. This podcast is designed to help you listen to the one connected story of the Bible and understand it perhaps just a little bit better by learning from biblical scholars that have helped me. We will read the Bible out loud and explore how the one connected story of the kingdom of God is unfolding and how we fit into that story today. This is Day 47, and I'm reading from the NIV version of the Bible, Exodus 30 and 31, Leviticus 22, and Psalms 115. Exodus 30. Make an altar of acacia wood for burning incense. It is to be square, a cubit long, and a cubit wide, and two cubits high. Its horns of one piece with it. Overlay the top and all the sides and horns with pure gold, and make a gold molding around it. Make two gold rings for the altar below the molding. Two on each of the opposite sides to hold the poles used to carry it. Make the poles of acacia wood and overlay them with gold. Put the altar in front of the curtain that shields the Ark of the Covenant Law before the atonement cover that is over the tablets of the Covenant Law, where it will meet with you. Aaron must burn fragrant incense on the altar every morning when he tends the lamps. He must burn incense again when he lights the lamps at twilight, so incense will burn regularly before the Lord for the generations to come. Do not offer on this altar any other incense or any burnt offering or grain offering, and do not pour a drink offering on it. Once a year, Aaron shall make atonements on its horn. This annual atonement must be made with the blood of the atoning sin offering for the generations to come. It is most holy to the Lord. Then the Lord said to Moses, When you take a census of the Israelites to count them, each one must pay the Lord a ransom for his life at the time he is counted. Then no plague will come on them when you number them. Each one who crosses over to those already counted is to give a half shekel. According to the sanctuary shekel, which weighs 20 geras, this half shekel is an offering to the Lord. All who cross over, those 20-year-old or more, are to give an offering to the Lord. The rich are not to give more than a half shekel, and the poor are not to give less when you make the offering to the Lord to atone for your lives. Receive the atonement money from the Israelites and use it for the service of the tent of meeting. It will be a memorial for the Israelites before the Lord, making atonement for your lives. Then the Lord said to Moses, Make a bronze basin with its bronze stand for washing. Place it between the tent of meeting and the altar and put water in it. Aaron and his sons are to wash their hands and feet with water from it. Whenever they enter the tent of meeting, they shall wash with water so they will not die. All when they approach the altar to minister by presenting a food offering to the Lord, they shall wash their hands and feet so that they will not die. This is to be a lasting ordinance for Aaron and his descendants for the generations to come. Then the Lord said to Moses, Take the following fine spices, 500 shekels of liquid myrrh, half as much, that is 250 shekels, of fragrant cinnamon, 250 shekels of fragrant calamus, 500 shekels of cassia, all according to the sanctuary shekel, and a hin of olive oil. Make these into a sacred anointing oil, a fragrant blend, a work of a perfumer. It will be the sacred anointing oil. Then use it to anoint the tent of meeting, the Ark of the Covenant Law, the table and all its articles, the lampstand and its accessories, the altar of incense, the altar of burnt offerings and all its utensils and the basin with its stand. You shall consecrate them so they will be most holy and whatever touches them will be holy. 
Anoint Aaron and his sons and consecrate them so they may serve me as priest. Say to the Israelites, this is to be my sacred anointing oil for the generations to come. Do not pour it on anybody else's body and do not make any other oil using the same formula. It is sacred and you are to consider it sacred. Whoever makes perfume like it and puts it on anyone other than a priest must be cut off from the people. Then the Lord said to Moses, Take fragrant spices, gum resin, anica, galbanum, and pure frankincense, all in equal amounts, and make a fragrant blend of incense, the work of a perfumer. It is to be salted and pure and sacred. Grind some of its powder and place it in front of the Ark of the Covenant Law in the tent of meeting, where I will meet with you. It shall be most holy to you. Do not make any incense with the formula for yourselves. Consider it holy to the Lord. Whoever makes incense like it to enjoy its fragrance must be cut off from the people. Then the Lord said to Moses, See, I have chosen Bezalel, son of Uri, the son of Hur, of the tribe of Judah, and I have filled him with the Spirit of God, with wisdom, with understanding, with knowledge, and with all kinds of skills, to make artistic designs for works in gold, silver, and bronze, to cut and set stones, to work in wood, and to engage in all kinds of crafts. Moreover, I have appointed Aholiab, son of Ashamach, of the tribe of Dan, to help him. Also, I have given ability to all the skilled workers to make everything I have commanded you, the tent of meeting, the Ark of the Covenant law, with the atonement cover on it, and all the other furnishings of the tent, the table and its articles, the pure gold lampstands and all its accessories, the altar of incense, the altar of burnt offerings and all its utensils, the basin with its stand, and also the woven garments, both the sacred garments for Aaron and the priest and the garments for his sons when they serve as priests and the anointing oil and fragrant incense for the holy place. They are to make them just as I commanded you. Then the Lord said to Moses, Say to the Israelites, You must observe my Sabbaths. This will be a sign between me and you for generations to come, so you may know that I am the Lord who makes you holy. Observe the Sabbath because it is holy to you. Anyone who desecrates it is to be put to death. Those who do any work on that day must be cut off from the people. For six days work is to be done, but the seventh day is a day of Sabbath. Rest, holy to the Lord. Whoever does any work on the Sabbath day is to be put to death. The Israelites are to observe the Sabbath, celebrating it for generations to come as a lasting covenant. It will be a sign between me and the Israelites forever. For in six days, the Lord made the heavens and the earth, and on the seventh day, he rested. And was refreshed. When the Lord finished speaking to Moses on Mount Sinai, he gave him the two tablets of the covenant law, the tablets of stone inscribed by the finger of God. Leviticus 22, the Lord said to Moses, tell Aaron and his sons to treat with respect the sacred offerings the Israelites consecrate to me so they will not profane my holy name. I am the Lord. Say to them, for the generations to come, if any of your descendants is ceremonially unclean and yet comes near the sacred offerings that the Israelites consecrated to the Lord, that person must be cut off from my presence. I am the Lord. If a descendant of Aaron has a defiling skin disease or a bodily discharge, he may not eat the sacred offering until he is cleansed. He will also be unclean if he touches something defiled by a corpse or by anyone who has an emission of semen, or if he touches any crawling thing that makes him unclean, or any person who makes him unclean, whatever the uncleanness may be. The one who touches any such thing will be unclean till evening. He must not eat any of the sacred offerings unless he has bathed himself with water." 
When the sun goes down, he will be clean. And after that, he may eat the sacred offering, for they are his food. He must not eat anything found dead or torn by wild animals, and so become unclean through it. I am the Lord. The priests are to perform my service in such a way that they do not become guilty and die of treating it with contempt. I am the Lord who makes them holy. No one outside a priest's family may eat the sacred offering, nor may the guest of a priest or his hired worker eat it. But if a priest buys a slave with money or if slaves are born in his household, they may eat his food. If a priest's daughter marries anyone other than a priest, she may not eat any of the sacred contributions. But if a priest's daughter becomes a widow or is divorced, yet has no children, and she returns to live in her father's household, as in her youth, she may eat her father's food. No unauthorized person, however, may eat it. Anyone who eats a sacred offering by mistake must make restitution to the priest for the offering and add a fifth of the value to it. The priest must not desecrate the sacred offering the Israelites present to the Lord by allowing them to eat the sacred offerings and so bring up upon them guilt requiring payment. I am the Lord who makes them holy. The Lord said to Moses, Speak to Aaron and his sons and to all the Israelites and say to them, If any of you, whether an Israelite or a foreigner residing in Israel, presents a gift for a burnt offering to the Lord, either to fulfill a vow or as a freewill offering, you must prepare a male without defect from the cattle, sheep or goats, in order that it may be accepted on your behalf. Do not bring anything with a defect because it will not be accepted on your behalf. When anyone brings from the herd or flock a fellowship offering to the Lord to fulfill a special vow or as a freewill offering, it must be without defect or blemish to be acceptable. Do not offer to the Lord the blind, the injured, or maimed, or anything with warts or festering or running sores. Do not place any of these on the altar as a food offering presented to the Lord. You may, however, present as a freewill offering an ox or a sheep that is deformed or stunted, but it will not be accepted in fulfillment of a vow. You must not offer to the Lord an animal whose testicles are bruised, crushed, torn, or cut. You must not do this in your own land. You must not accept such animals from the hand of a foreigner and offer them as food of your God. They will not be accepted on your behalf because they are deformed and have defects. The Lord said to Moses, When a calf, a lamb, or a goat is born, it is to remain with its mother for seven days. From the eighth day on, it will be accepted as a food offering presented to the Lord. Do not slaughter a cow or a sheep and its young on the same day. When you sacrifice a thank offering to the Lord, sacrifice it in such a way that it will be accepted on your behalf. It must be eaten that same day. Leave none of it till morning. I am the Lord. Keep my commands and follow them. I am the Lord. Do not profane my holy name, for I must acknowledge as holy by the Israelites. I am the Lord who made you holy and who brought you out of Egypt by your God. I am the Lord. Psalms 115. Not to us, Lord, not to us, but to your name be the glory because of your love and faithfulness. Why do the nations say, where is their God? Our God is in heaven. He does whatever pleases him. But the idols are silver and gold made by human hands. They have mouths but cannot speak, eyes but cannot see. They have ears but cannot hear, noses but cannot smell. They have hands but cannot feel, feet but cannot walk, nor can they utter a sound with their throats. Those who make them will be like them, and so will all who trust in them. All you Israelites, trust in the Lord. He is their help and shield. House of Aaron, trust in the Lord. He is their help and shield. You who fear him, trust in the Lord. 
He is their help and shield. The Lord remembers us and will bless us. He will bless his people, Israel. He will bless the house of Aaron. He will bless those who fear the Lord, small and great alike. May the Lord cause you to flourish, both you and your children. May you be blessed by the Lord, the maker of heaven and earth. The highest heavens belong to the Lord, but the earth he has given to mankind. It is not the dead who praise the Lord, those who go down to the place of silence. It is we who exalt the Lord, both now and forever. Praise the Lord. Okay, today we read the last of the Lord's seven speeches to Moses. Dr. Imes describes the last part of the pattern with continued echoes back to the creation story with ordering and then on the seventh day, rest. In Exodus 30, the atonement money or cost is half a shekel for all, regardless of factors, whomever reaches 20 years old or higher. There is a wash basin between the tent of meeting and the altar, anointing oil. And for me, there's something probably because I'm in marketing, but we know that of the five senses, smell is the strongest of of them. And also just this intellectual property, this specialness that's only God's in the formula. It's so cool. And with the incense recipe, there's this appointing of Bezalel and Aholiab. And then the Lord fills them with wisdom, understanding, knowledge, and all kinds of skills to make artistic designs. They are craft makers of the tabernacle. And then the seventh speech, the last speech, much like creation, was about the Sabbath or rest. I love the wording that God fills these two. And in many other places in scripture, we read about how God fills And in the New Testament, we'll discuss how the Holy Spirit is dwelling and filling in Romans and Ephesians and how I find that there's often this connection between dwelling, filling, and this Sabbath in this place where we rest, reign together with God. This transforms work. That's what it does. It transforms work. It puts a purpose to it that is set apart. In Exodus 31, we read about God's spirit, knowledge, and skill in creation hovering as God was similarly described in Genesis 1, verse 2, and Genesis 2, verse 2 and 3. I love that idea of him hovering and coming close. Father Mike Schmitz describes how this part of Leviticus is describing that we read today the need, process, and God's making of a way to consecrate, set apart. I see it as a response to our alienation and dislocation in Genesis 3 based on moral defection. Adam and Eve were dismissed from the Garden of Eden, the place that was set apart, the place God made to be in close proximity, in close relationship. So the laws we are reading in Leviticus 17 and now ending here in 22 are distinguishing between the holy, what is set apart, and what is profane or ordinary or regular. The things that are made holy are set apart for a specific purpose. Again, not just to be a blessing, but it's set apart for a purpose. Later in the New Testament, we'll read about how our bodies, while made of flesh, when given to God, we have allowed God to redeem us to our purpose, where we submit our ordinary bodies, all our power and talents to bear God's image and lift up his name, becoming a kingdom of priests. It's a God-first way. And next, something is going to go terribly wrong in the story of Exodus. The first two commands are going to be broken. Things are going to get complicated and also a little bit more clear. And God's immutable character is going to prevail. It's amazing. I'll see you next week.
Pray for me, I'm praying for you. My prayer is this, found in Philippians 1, 9 through 11, that your love may abound more and more in knowledge and depth of insight so that you may be able to discern what is best and may be pure and blameless for the day of Christ, filled with the fruit of righteousness that comes through Jesus Christ to the glory and praise of God. What is this fruit? It is love, joy, peace, patience, kindness, goodness, faithfulness, gentleness, and self-control. Against such things, there is no law. Galatians 5, 22 through 24. See you tomorrow.